0: These are five things that I think you need to understand about online casting. You're a voice actor. You're an entrepreneur. You're a VOpreneur. Welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. You have a great website, right? Well, make sure you host it at a place that doesn't suck. Hey, it's Brad Newman, fellow VO pro for 28 years, and owner of UpperLevelHosting.com. People ask why us? and That's simple. We make it easy. Respect your time. Save you money. And just make magic happen. You don't need to know all the tech stuff when it comes to hosting your website. We got you. Ask around. Tens of thousands of client interactions later, and six years of amazing customer service. Not a single negative complaint ever. Upperlevelhosting.com. The VOPreneur Podcast. Hey, it doesn't suck. Not as funny as Conan. Not as cute as Seth Meyers. Not as smart as Colbert. But he's one of us, and that counts for something. Here's Mark Scott, the original Everyday vopreneur. Hello, and welcome to the Everyday Vopreneur podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. I'm Mark Scott, the original Everyday Viopreneur, back with another episode filled with some actionable, practical advice that you can use to grow your voiceover business. Hey, can you do me one quick favor if you're enjoying the podcast? Would you leave a five-star review wherever you're listening? That helps other people to be able to find the podcast. And I really would appreciate if you'd take a minute to do that. So we have now completed the online casting series. Some great interviews with CEOs of some of the most popular online casting sites. And from those interviews, I don't know about you, but I've learned a lot. Now, I'll be honest. I don't really use online casting simply because I don't have time. I do think that the platforms offer incredible opportunities. I do think that there are right ways and wrong ways to use those platforms. And I definitely learned some things that I did not know about some of the platforms as well. And what I want to do in this episode, after listening to these interviews and having these conversations with these CEOs, and there were things that didn't make it into the podcast just because of, you know, we couldn't have two hour interviews, for example. I, I did, though, want to kind of take five of the most important things that I picked up from each of the CEOs that kind of seem to be universal across the board. So regardless of which platform you're using, these are five things that seem to make a big difference in your potential success or failure when using a casting site. So that's what we're going to do in this episode. Five things that I think you need to know. Number one was audio quality. Now, this one actually really stood out to me because you would think as professional voice actors with home studios, having great audio would just be expected. We we would just have great audio. We've invested in our equipment. We're ready to go. Clearly, this is not the case. In fact, every single one of the CEOs that I spoke with said that audio is an issue on their site. From a voice buyer perspective, that is consistently feedback that they get that audio quality is a problem. And not just a small problem, but a major problem. Some of these sites are talking about where up to 80% of the auditions have bad sound quality. That is incredible, and it is unnecessary, and it is unprofessional. So what do we do about this? If you have never had a professional listen to your sound, it's time to get a professional to listen to your sound. And look, no offense, but if you are not a professional sound engineer, you are not a professional. I didn't do my own studio assessment. I had Uncle Roy help me build my studio as far as planning it out. I had him tell me what kind of walls to put in. I consulted with him on where to put panels. I consulted with him on mic placement, all of these different things. And then when the booth was built and ready to go... I consulted with him again to make sure that everything was where it needed to be as far as my sound was concerned. If you have never had a professional listen to your sound, can you be 100% confident that your sound is good? If you're submitting consistently on online casting sites, but you're not booking, it could be that the problem is your sound. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you've got to go out and buy a new microphone. Not everybody needs a Neumann U87 to have great sound in their booth, but it could mean that you need to reposition your panels a little bit. It could mean that you need to adjust your approach or positioning on the microphone. It could mean that you need to move from an open bedroom to a spare closet. You know, there's a lot of little things that you could potentially do to fix your sound, but... If you have never had a professional listen to your sound, this was across the board on every single one of the casting sites. This is something that you need to get checked out. Have a conversation with somebody like Uncle Roy, who does offer free studio assessments. Reach out to him on Facebook or through his website. Talk to somebody like George Widom, Dan Leonard, Jordan Reynolds, Dan Friedman. These are all guys that you can consult and who can help you make sure that your sound is where it needs to be. This is one thing that absolutely has to happen. Number two on the list was following directions. It is amazing to me how many voice actors are costing themselves opportunities on casting sites simply because they can't follow directions or they don't follow directions. Now, as somebody who has done casting in the past, I know how much of a problem this is. Every single time I put out a casting notice with very specific but very simple directions on how to submit, it's inevitable that at least half of the auditions are going to be bad. Liz Atherton talked about this in particular on Cast Voices where she gave one specific example of a job that 80% of the voice actors that submitted did not follow the specs. Come on, guys. There's, There's no reason for that. Read the specs. Read them twice. Don't submit unless you are a fit. And here's the thing that you have to be cautious of with online casting, or at least respectful of, let's say. If a job gets posted to online casting and there are 50 audition spots available, right, that the client says they'll accept 50 auditions. If 80% of the people that are submitting don't match the specs... Not only have you just killed your chances, but you've also killed the chances of other voice actors that potentially did fit the specs, and you've wasted the client's time. And if you continuously waste the client's time, there's going to come a point where the client's going to think, okay, you know what? There's no reason for me to post jobs on this online casting platform because none of the voice actors seem to be able to follow the directions or meet the specs anyway. And so every single time that you submit for an audition that you're not right for, or every single time that you fail to follow the specs that have been posted with the job, all you're doing is increasing the likelihood that there will be less jobs being posted in the future. Either you match the specs or you don't. When you don't match the specs, that is not the time to submit anyway and say, I realize that I don't match the specs for this job, but I was hoping that you would keep me in mind for the next time. And yes, voice actors do that. The CEOs told me that voice actors do that, and that is so unprofessional. It makes you look so bad. You think that you're doing yourself a favor by getting considered for the next time, but all you're really doing is wasting that person's time, the person that's doing the casting, and probably making sure that they're never going to consider you for an opportunity again. So this is 101 stuff, but it was a problem that was mentioned by every single one of the CEOs. Make sure... That you are following the directions. The third one that I want to touch on is making sure that you understand how the site works in the first place, because each one of the casting sites is unique. There's not any of them that work exactly the same, which means that your approach for each of them can't be exactly the same. Case in point, I had absolutely no clue how Voquent worked until I sat down and had that conversation with Miles Shacoin, who's the CEO of Voquent, And now that I understand it a little bit better, I realize that it is completely different from how any of the other platforms work. So make sure that you are getting a firm understanding of how each site operates. Do they want you to upload demos or do they want you to upload samples? Does it make a difference in how you label the files that you're posting? Are there recommendations for what you should be writing in your bio, in your description? Is there a place for you to put your studio equipment and are you listing it properly? Do you understand how the algorithms work? Because every single one of these sites runs on algorithms, but not all of the algorithms work in the same way. And that was one of the very specific questions that I asked of the CEOs was trying to make sure that we understood properly. So, you know, go back and listen to the interviews, first and foremost, of course. But check each of these websites for support documents that will teach you. Right, Voquent has very specific instructions for how they want you to upload and tag your audio samples. The Voice One Two Three algorithm works partly off of how you upload and tag your audio samples, and so make sure that you understand these things, and make sure that you have a complete profile because that's something else that every one of the CEOs touched on. A lot of voice actors have signed up, and maybe you only have a free profile, and that's fine. You can have a free profile on all of these sites, but if you're going to have the free profile. You might as well make sure that you've got things uploaded correctly, labeled properly, filled out entirely, so that you stand the best possible chance at getting invited directly to have audition opportunities. So if you're going to do it, take the time to understand how all of these sites work, because Badalgo works differently from Voice123, and Voice123 works differently from Cast Voices, and Cast Voices doesn't work anything like Vocalent does. Make sure that you understand how they work so that you know for certain that you're using them properly. Number four on the list is there's really two sides to this equation. And I think this was probably one of the most eye-opening things that I learned from each of the CEOs. and, And it should be obvious. We should realize this, but we don't. So what I mean by this is as voice actors, we often only see and think of things that matter to us and directly impact us as voice actors on casting sites. But we have to remember that these sites are trying to find a very important balance. Yes, they need to keep the talent happy. They need to make sure that the site has good functionality for the talent. They need to try to keep the sites as fair as possible for the talent, especially when they are charging talent to be on the site. But at the same time, they need to make sites that are easy to use for clients and that meet all of the client's needs. After all, if there are no clients, there's nothing for voice actors, right? So when you're getting frustrated with the site over a certain feature that works or doesn't work or a certain feature that's there or isn't there, just remember that there are two sides to the coin. There has to be a balance. And I think all of the CEOs touched on that. And when they explained it, I think you start to understand why sometimes things are the way they are or why a fix that maybe seems like it should be really easy and obvious from a talent perspective isn't quite as easy and obvious from a client perspective. And so every one of these sites are are trying to find that balance. And so all I would say is have a little bit of grace and remember that the task of keeping all parties 100% satisfied, it's really no easy task. The fifth one on the list is another reminder that casting sites are one tool in your toolbox. Not one of these sites claim to be able to provide a career or a full-time living wage for talent. They simply provide auditions. They provide opportunities. If you think that these sites will be the only thing you need to make money, then you misunderstand how they work. And if somebody's told you this is the only thing you need to do in order to make money as a voice actor, they've given you bad advice, quite frankly. Each of these sites is a tool. A tool that may provide you with one audition a week or a tool that may provide you with 100 auditions a week. But none of them are going to be a foundation to build a thriving business on. And since we're talking about the foundations of building a thriving business, here's the other thing you need to remember. At any given time, any one of these sites could totally change direction in how they operate. And I am not implying that any of them have plans for that. But I will mention on a different site that was not included in this casting site series, we've seen that happen before. Where one morning they woke up, changed all the rules, completely changed the way that the site worked. And talent who were making a lot of money on it all of a sudden weren't making as much money on it anymore. And so always be aware at the end of the day that you're building this part of your business on somebody else's business, which means that you do not have complete control. You are giving that person a level of control in your business, not a deterrent meant to say, don't use them. Of course, use them. Just use them as they were intended. Use them as one piece of the pie. You do not show up to build a house with only a hammer. You need multiple tools in your toolbox. All of these sites are tools. All of these sites provide audition opportunities. All of these sites offer different features and benefits that are unique to themselves from each other. And so each one of them could certainly be a part of your overall business plan, but none of them should be the foundation of the business plan. And all of them together should not be the foundation of your business plan. And I think that that's an important part to remember as well. At the end of the day, you still have to know how to market. You still have to know how to get out there and find your own leads and build your own client base. It is absolutely essential to your success and to the continued growth of your voiceover business. So there you go. I hope that you've enjoyed this online casting series. I hope that you learned a ton. Feedback on it has been very positive. Again, if you've enjoyed the series and and would take a minute to leave a review on Apple Podcast, that would be fantastic. Just remember, audio quality is key. If you do not know for certain that your audio quality is great, you got to get it checked. And look, that's not just going to impact you on casting sites. That's going to impact all of the auditions that you're submitting and all of the projects that you're submitting as well. So talk to an expert, hire an engineer, pay them for an hour of their time, get them to give you an honest assessment of your studio and make sure that everything is dialed in. Take the time to follow the directions. I know you're excited when the auditions come in. I know you want to be the first to submit because you feel like if you submit too late, the opportunity is going to be gone. In the rush to get submitted, don't forget to take time to read and follow the directions exactly as they are posted. Make sure that you're recognizing that each one of these sites is unique so that you can use them the way that they were intended to, Understand how the different profiles work, understand how the different algorithms work, understand how the different features work. Remember that these CEOs are working a balancing act between the talent need and the client need. And sometimes we only see things from our perspective as talent and we need to take a step back and realize there is another piece of the equation here. And there is another party that needs to be satisfied. And then, of course, don't just try to exclusively build your business on the backs of any of these platforms use them the way that they were intended which is as a tool and a great source for audition opportunities to supplement the auditions and the clients that you are hopefully going out and getting on your own have you enjoyed this episode where are you listening to this episode would you do me a favor post it on instagram and tag me in your stories at mark scott so i can see it i can share it as well Thanks so much for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one. The Everyday Viopreneur Podcast. Available everywhere fine podcasts are given away for free. Mostly, we think. Having your voiceover demos easily playable and downloadable on your website is essential. The Voice Sam Player lets you do that across any device and browser. There are also options for adding play buttons in your email signature, Tracking your listens and even putting videos in your demo player. Sign up now at slash markscott and receive an instant $25 credit. For full details and to claim this offer, visit slash markscott And see. And that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging in. Thanks for hanging out. Want more Vopreneur goodness? Jump online at vopreneur.com.